Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Welcome back to the podcast. My name's Michael, and I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a nice, structured, regimented week. That might sound a bit weird, but that's our topic for this episode. So I'm going to be talking about the importance of structure, both in language learning and in life. I'm going to be relating this a little bit to my own personal journey and my recent changes in my Chinese language learning. And I'm going to be relating this to English learning today. And hopefully you find it useful and yeah, we'll see how this goes. Something I always forget to mention in these episodes, which I think might be useful for you, is that I have free lessons for you to take part in. So if you sign up to my email community, you can go to levelupenglish.school, go to the very bottom of the page and there is a title that says want free lessons. And if you sign up, you put your email in, you will get an email with five free lessons from my Level Up English membership. So it's really good, partly if you want to see what the membership is like, you get to gain access to the membership, you get to look at these lessons for free, try them out. And even if you don't want to see what it's like, you can still make the most of these free lessons anyway, right? It's free, you know, you might as well. So if you want to gain access to these free lessons, then sign up to the email on the homepage at levelupenglish.school right at the bottom of the page. And don't forget, if you find anything I'm saying today difficult to follow, or maybe when I have a guest, you find it difficult to keep up, a really, really, really good way to improve your listening and vocabulary is to follow a transcript. I put a lot of time into making these transcripts every week and they are, as far as I can tell, 100% accurate. I go through every line myself. I might make an occasional mistake, but I try my best to make it perfect. And as my voice is playing, as the podcast is playing, it highlights the word that I'm speaking. So it's really, really useful to see the, the words and even the grammar in the structure of a natural conversation, a natural monologue, you know? So if you think that sounds interesting, this is available to all Level Up English members. And once again, if you go to the website, you click on the members button, you can gain access to this. You could try it for a month. If you don't like it, you're welcome to leave and unsubscribe. But I think that most people will not do that because it is a great service and According to the people who are already members, it has been very useful for them. And I, I really believe in it strongly that it can help you as well. So once again, levelupenglish.school, members button at the top, or you can just click on the link in the show notes of this episode description. Yes, okay. So I want to talk about structure today, which might sound a little bit boring for many people. It might sound a little bit dull for some of you. I'm going to be talking about some words as well that might be useful to learn. This word dull 
D-U-L-L, dull, means, just means boring, not interesting, very black and white, very dull, yeah? If every day is the same, it's quite dull, it's quite boring, not interesting. And I, I do agree with that. I do agree. If, if your days are the same, not only is it going to be dull, but your life is going to pass you by so quickly because there's no variety. And I, and I strongly believe that variety and spontaneity and new experiences, this is what makes life fun, but also it makes life feel longer, right? This is why I think the COVID pandemic has felt so quick in many ways. It's been a few years and it feels like a few months because not much has happened in that time in our personal lives, right? I think many of us can relate to that. However, despite that, I think that structure, when implemented correctly, can be a really valuable way to live your life. I will give a disclaimer that perhaps it depends on the person. You know, everyone is different. For me, having some structure works really well in my life. But maybe for other people, it just wouldn't work. You know, I'm very open-minded to that possibility that people are different. This goes with anything I say and probably anything anyone says. You shouldn't just take it as fact, but maybe consider whether this makes sense to you and how it would apply to your life. But basically, I have been trying to learn Chinese for a few years. I don't remember how long. It could be like four years now, maybe, or five years. Probably is five years. I'm not sure. It's been a while anyway. And I feel like my progress has been really, really slow. I think partly this is hindered, which means it's made more difficult. It's hindered by the fact that I'm also learning Japanese which is another hard and similar language. And it's hard to make time for two languages like that, right? So that's one of my excuses, but I still feel like I should have improved more. And when I think honestly, I think the reason is just because I haven't had that strong motivation to study more than the bare minimum. Maybe I've been able to keep my level, but I haven't really improved that much. And... I stopped and had a think about it quite recently this year and I kind of wondered where where am I going wrong? What am I doing wrong? One thing I considered is that my approach to Chinese is the same as my approach to Japanese and I thought that was a good thing but now I'm wondering if maybe, at least for me, maybe it's not a good thing because my Japanese is much better than my Chinese and maybe we should have different approaches to languages when they are at different levels. And in fact, I think probably we should be, right? When we're a beginner, we should focus on different things than when we are intermediate or advanced. And I didn't really consider this much until recently, maybe obvious to some of you, but I didn't really think about it too much. So for the past few weeks, I have been much more motivated to learn and study Chinese. And let me tell you the two things I did differently to find this motivation. Firstly, was a simple thing. I moved my Chinese study time to a different time of the day and a different place as well. And it sounds very simple, but I think it can make a profound difference. 
So I study Japanese in the morning, maybe like half past six in the morning, very early, but that's when it works best for me. And that time is now dedicated to Japanese learning. And it's a nice time for that. Squishing in Chinese with that as well, it just felt like a bit too much. And it was very hard to switch my brain from one language to another in an instant. So now what I do is I study Chinese after I finish my work, which is usually sometime in the afternoon. I study at that time, and this is my Chinese time. Nothing else at this time, it's just Chinese study, and maybe then I'll go for a nice walk afterwards. And this is a really small difference, but Japanese, I sit here, I study in my desk here. However, when I'm learning Chinese, I will go, I suppose it is kind of appropriate, like Asian style, and I will go sit on the floor, right? I've got a little cushion on the floor, I've got like a coffee table, so I go sit on the floor on my cushion, study Chinese down there. And I think it's probably good for me to, you know, not be in the same place all the time, but also it's probably good for my brain to have that slightly new environment where I can, this is my Chinese area, this is my Japanese area. I think having those two environments can be useful. But the most important thing I did is I started an online course that gives me structure. Here's that word structure, right? So this was so profound to me because before I was just studying every day and even though I'm sure that I was improving, I always had the doubts like, is this the best way of learning? Could I be doing something better? And I know many of you have this feeling too, like I could be doing something more. What if I'm doing it the wrong way? And I, I should say there's no wrong way to learn a language. Maybe there are faster ways and slower ways, but the, the most important thing is that you stick with it. Keep it consistent. However, I think it can be so beneficial to have some structure in your life, in your study, to outsource that worry. In other words, you don't have to worry about if you're doing it right. You just trust a online course or textbook that you connect with, that you like, and then you just study every day and give it a go for a few months and see how it goes. And I think it can take so much anxiety away from the process of language learning. Yeah, so I'm gonna come back to this at the end, this topic of our language structure. But I also think structure can be useful in your life at large as well, your your life in general. And I found a good quote online. This was from a random website when I, I Googled it. And the quote reads, lack of structure can make us feel unmotivated and distracted and often leads you to doing everything at the last minute. Of course, flexibility is important, but structure is necessary for creating a sense of stability and balance in your life. So there's a bit of that balance here between structure and flexibility. So my take on this, again, I'm just gonna talk about my experience and hopefully this will be uh, useful to some of you guys but I find it handy to structure the important parts of my day. So for example, if there's something I really want to do and I know I should do, like exercise, that is gonna be an important pillar of my day. It's an essential structural component of my day. 
if you imagine like one of those old Greek style buildings with the big columns, the pillars holding it up, these pillars are essential to the structure of the building. My exercise is a pillar of the building that is my day. And the rest of my time is built around these pillars. So um, I might have a language study pillar in the morning. I've got an exercise pillar in the afternoon and I've got work in between. And all these kind of really important structural things. And having that structure, first of all, means I will do what I find important. I will not procrastinate and make excuses because it's just a part of my habit, my routine, right? So I have developed a few tips for myself that I hope will be useful for you on how to implement more structure into your life. You know, if you're the kind of person who wakes up at different times every day, you feel unmotivated, you feel like you don't have enough hours in the day to do what you want, and you know you could be doing more, then this might be for you. So first of all, I make a list of what I want to do the night before. So for example, today is Wednesday. Last night, on Tuesday night, I made a really, really detailed list of the most important tasks I want to accomplish today. I also make sure to have some space in there for free time. You know, I I don't schedule every minute of the day. I say, after this time, this is your free time, Michael. Generally, I will organize the list by important things first, and then some things are less important if I don't have time, if I have any emergencies coming up and I can't finish the list, that's fine because I've done the most important things. Having that structure really, really, really helps. So I recommend that one. And yeah, just to talk more on that idea of scheduling in time to be free, it sounds a bit counterintuitive, which means like the opposite of what you would expect. But in my opinion, it's really important to schedule time to be free, a scheduled time to have fun, because it will avoid any sense of guilt. For example, my friend doesn't do this. I'm not saying he's wrong, maybe it works for him, but from my point of view, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest, my, my way seems better. That's just my, my opinion, right? But he might have a different opinion, of course. But my friend, for example, we both like playing video games, When he plays video games, he feels guilty because he could be doing other things. He has time in the evening, which is for a variety of different things. Sometimes he does exercise. Sometimes he does language study. Sometimes he plays video games. Sometimes he talks to his friends. And he's got all these different things he does in the evening. And because there's no structure, he feels like he's never satisfied with what he's doing. So if he's playing the PlayStation, in the back of his mind, he feels bad about it. Like, ah, I could be spending this time better. I should be doing something else. I should, I should, I should. However, this feels so big-headed. I'm not perfect. There's many things I'm doing wrong. I have so many flaws, right? However, I think this is one area that really, really works for me. So I'm going to just talk about what I like about my habit. I have a rule, which is after 6pm, I don't do any work. 
I may reply to some emails, I may you know, do one or two little things, but really like nothing I would consider to be work, right? So after 6 p.m., maybe even 5 p.m., maybe earlier, you know, this is my time to do whatever I want. And because I have allowed myself to have this time for fun, I never feel guilty. Sometimes I might, you know, go for a walk. Yeah, let, let's be honest, I usually don't. Sometimes I might play video games, I might watch YouTube videos, I might watch a movie. Uh, whatever I do, no matter how long it takes, I don't feel bad about it because this time is allotted for fun, right? And I, I know it's good for me, I know it's important to have that time. Yeah. But let me know what you think. The final point I've got on my notes here is structure of your meals, having a good meal plan, perhaps. For me, this really simplifies my life if I know what my plan's going to be. And it also makes my shopping list much cheaper because I'm not going out shopping every day and buying stuff. This kind of depends on where you live as well, I imagine. But for me, it's really convenient to go shopping once a week, buy for seven days of food, and it's all planned in advance. So I generally give myself some freedom. Every Friday, I will kind of make a plan of what meals I want to have for the next week and kind of think about how much time I have to cook, how healthy I want it to be, all that kind of stuff. It's not the same every week. I have a different plan every week, depending on what I want to try. So there's some freedom in there. It's not monotonous. Monotonous literally means one colour, monotone. Monotonous means boring and dull, again. It's not monotonous because it's different every week, but I might have a set structure for meals in the week. So I know what I'm having each day, and it makes life so much simpler for me. But yeah, it might depend on your personality. So let me know. Let me know what you think on that. So I think basically if we don't have any structure in our lives, we can't really focus on projects or study because there are always other options. As I said, I study Japanese at you know, half past six in the morning and this time is for Japanese study. However, if I said study Japanese when I feel like it, I mean, the chances are I'm not going to feel like it, right? But even if I do, I might sit down and study, but then I'll be thinking in the back of my head, maybe I should be working now. Maybe I should be exercising now. And there's always other options. Oh, maybe the kitchen is so dirty, maybe I should clean it. That's more important than Japanese, isn't it? So allotting the time, giving yourself that structure can really help you, I believe. I believe. And maybe you don't want to do it as extreme as me, that's fine, but consider what structure you can give to your language learning, and I think it can go a long way. Okay, so here's my conclusion where I bring it back to English again. So structure takes away all of the questions of, am I doing the right things when it comes to language learning? And it allows you to focus purely on the learning itself. You're not worrying about how you're learning, you're just worrying about the the fact of learning, right? The learning itself. And despite the fact that I have said some bad things about textbooks in the past, you know, I don't think we should rely 
too much on a textbook, I do think they can be a great way to provide structure to your learning. I'm not a big fan of textbooks personally. I'm just not a fan of like paper, I suppose. I like digital services and products. But I know many people are not like me. Many people will like a textbook. So my two favourite English textbooks that I have come across is uh, Oxford Navigate. I'll put a link to that in the show notes too. The Oxford Navigate textbooks I think are amazing. And also English File. English File. And these two textbook series are fantastic because it's not just grammar rules. It's not just teaching you grammar because I know some books like, what's it called? English Grammar in Use. They go for a lot of rules. It's very useful, but it's also quite dull. Here's that word again. It's quite monotonous to go through every rule. But what these two books I mentioned do quite well is they give you different topics. You might have a topic on, you know, travel. You might have a topic on the economy and you're doing different activities from reading and listening vocabulary and grammar. And it's much more interesting than just grammar rules. So choose a good textbook if you are going to choose one at all. And yeah, my preference, again, usually is online courses. This is what I'm doing with my Chinese learning. I found a really good website that I'm quite happy with. Costs a little bit every month to for the membership, but I'm happy to pay because it takes away a lot of that stress from my life. And a couple benefits of online courses is one, it can be constantly updated and improved, which is a nice feature. It might have a community aspect as well, where you can talk to the teachers and the other learners, which is something I try to do as well. It's really nice. And finally, it's very portable. You don't have to take all your textbooks with you. Wherever you go, you can just take your phone, your laptop, your iPad and study on the go, which is always a nice bonus too. And this is kind of what I'm trying to provide at Level Up English as well. My goal from the beginning has always been to make this kind of place where everyone can come to study everything. If you want to improve your English, there's one website you have to go to and that's Level Up English Members. And it's got courses, writing practice, grammar lessons, group classes. And I think well, at least my hope is that it takes away a lot of the stress of learning. All you have to do is to commit some time each day to doing that. Because really, if you're doing all of the courses in the website, it's kind of covering those key skills of speaking, listening, reading, writing, right? That's my main goal there. And it it is an ongoing project. I'm trying to improve it all the time. But that's my goal. And if you are a member, by the way, and you feel like I could be doing better, let me know. Let me know what I could do better to make it that perfect resource. Let me know what you think of this episode today. I hope you enjoyed it anyway. I've got another episode coming up this Friday on the private podcast, which is going to be all about how to continuously grow, improve, develop, and leave your comfort zone. So I'll be talking quite openly about this topic, but... Let's get to a couple reviews to say thank you now and end with a quote that will inspire you and motivate you for the week. 
So I've got one review here from Wajdi 300 from Saudi Arabia. And I like their review. They said, thanks from the deserts of Saudi Arabia to the fog of London. I just finished all of your broadcasts and it was a nice journey. I enjoyed it a lot and learned a lot. Thank you again. That's amazing. From the deserts to the fog, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And 160 episodes, that's incredible. So good job and hope you're enjoying the new ones as well. Thank you very much. One more here from Simon, Simon Hadson, who says, this is the best podcast to improve to English learners. And I would say thanks to you because you improved my English skills. Thank you, Simon. I appreciate that. One more here from Abdullah, Abdullah Bandar, who says, just wow. Keep going, bro. We are learning a lot from you about how to learn and practice our listening skills too. So thank you very much, Abdullah. I'm really glad. I'm really glad you're learning a lot. This is my favorite part of the show, this review section, because it makes a nice warm feeling in my heart every, every week. So thank you. The quote from my Instagram page this week is a, another picture that I took on my trip to Bosnia. It was a random lady overlooking the city and I thought it's quite an atmospheric picture. If you look carefully, there's also like a bird flying across the frame too. Really cool picture. I like it a lot. And the quote is very simple. You might have heard it before. It's feel the fear and do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. This might be related to my podcast on Friday this week. Yeah, well, hope that motivates you. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast and I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.